everyone. We are Two Nosy Meerkats, uh, and we are recording. For me, it is early. For Lucas, it is late because time is a construct. It's a a little past uh, 3 p.m., and yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm older now because I'm... I, uh, I'm I'm older than I would be in in America, technically. Um, You're okay, 47 now. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm going gray. Don't joke. I'm already going gray. Yeah. So we're gonna give our and you guests... make it look amazing. Shush. Okay. Oh, we're gonna give our guests a, a wake up call because we have a, a feeling that as many comedians are, he might not be awake yet. So mm. we are going to yeah. call him. We're not, a, we're not a reliable breed, comedians. We're not known for being on it and being type A. It's not us. <laughs> so I'm gonna. All right, I'm giving a call. Speaker. Uh, no! Oh. No, that's a pity. Oh wait, but we just got a text. Oh, Chris! Oh, there, there he is. <laughs> we woke oh, him no. up. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Good morning, handsome. <laughs> what's I'm gonna say? What's poppin', Buckaroo? What's poppin', Buckaroo? There's a fresh Zoom link. (laughs) (laughs) We just got a pretty insane photo. Our guest has clearly just woken up from a very just roused from a deep slumber. Um. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So, for those not seeing this photo, um, our guest is. We can we can easily cut it out, but would you like to show uh, the photo? I can I can easily add it in post as well. Oh it, yes, with the consent of our guest, of course. With the consent of our guest. With um, the consent of our guest, all up. Uh, yeah. For those listening on audio, uh, apparently our guest sleeps with rings on. Um, yeah. Two... I mean, it it was a fucking look and looked nice. It was it, very. It was sort of a prog rock look, kind of seventies, you know. Yeah, he's squinting. He doesn't look happy to be awake, but he also kind of looks happy to be awake. It's like a, the duality of man. I don't think he looks like uh, sad or happy. I think he just looks very tired. Like that's how I look, just just woken up and groggy. Like yeah. that's yeah. Lucas, have you noticed my stuffed animal collection? <laughs> I've only just glanced, and wow, that's elaborate. That is. We have so many friends in this house. There's a bit of a hierarchy. There's two who we who we sleep with, who are like our sons, and then there's one we completely fell in love with, who's like an adopted daughter, and her name's Jasmine, and we fell in love with her because she just has. Which one is Jasmine? She just has the saddest face. I'll show. I'll show you, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Okay. Do you know what Jasmine looks like? Jasmine looks like a, a baby that constantly gets mistaken for a boy, so you have to put on a, a pink bow. Oh, <laughs> no! a... And who wants to be the princess so badly? Oh my yeah. god. And she has in, in our mind, she has this whispery voice like, Good morning, Lucas. <laughs> I have heard of this thing you call podcasting. It mm-hmm. sounds to me 
like something that I would never do. Jasmine looks like she has the soul of like a Victorian child ghost that's yeah. like just holding a balloon <laughs> and is just like waiting at the end of a corridor like it's so cold in the house and it's so big and I have no one to play with. <laughs> she is super duper haunted. Is there any other from this arraignment that you want to see? Um, arraignment is a funny word for it. It makes it sound like they're being arrested. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a that's a law and order SVU word. <laughs> um, wait, what's the one that's sort of like blue? It kind of looks like, from my angle, it kind of looks like a blue beret. A light blue beret below the left corner. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, um, that's an ear. It's a butt. Oh, my, that is a technicolor rabbit. She, is... I, I don't even know her name, actually. She's one of the friends who's a little more anonymous, but God, is she cute. Look at this. Look at this lovely lady. Oh, wow. That is a bruh girl of a stuffed animal. <laughs> Good morning, Lucas. <laughs> that's how I imagine her sounding. And then. Wait, okay. Yeah. This is a bear we okay. just call the flat bear because he's just really flat. <laughs> That's a flounder of um of a of a teddy bear. That's very I do have I will say I do have one stuffed animal uh back home that I don't sleep with or bring out. Although I I remember the last time I slept with it, I was very, very anxious and I slept with it when I was twelve. That was the late that was the last time I slept with it. That was the last animal. time you were anxious. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was, um, I was probably being honest. That's probably like, um, the last time I allowed myself to sleep with the stuffed animal. Do you remember uh, what you were anxious about? I don't actually. I just remember that. I just remember that I was very, very stressed. I was very, very anxious and it helped me get to sleep and it worked out. I like that. I, yeah. I and I still keep it. I still night. care. Yeah. You Please, care about never... it? <laughs> Yes, I care about it. I mean, I, I don't want to lose it, it or damage it. I clothe it. it. I father it. I give it advice, but I don't sleep yeah. with it. That would be no. over the line. Yeah, no. The thing is, like, I never named it, which is weird. We should name it. We should have Chris take a look at it when he gets Well, I don't have it. it here. It's back in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Yeah. The also thing is, is like, it was... It was like a family stuffed animal that I got as a hand-me-down. So I didn't feel like I had the right to name it, you know? Mm. Because it had already existed, right? That would be that would be like coming to the new world and just assuming these people are Indians. If you get what I'm saying, oh, like, that would be so. Who would do that? I have no idea. What kind of buffoons? <laughs> let's not make a holiday after them. Let's let's ensure they live in obscurity forever because they sound like yeah. a bunch of idiots. Let's not take school off or work off for them. But unlike. <laughs> But unlike indigenous people, uh, my um, uh, my blankets did not infect my stuff animal. Oh, oh, oh wow! Smallpox <laughs> reference. I just oh, that gave me the coughs. That joke. <laughs> Please say that joke gave me, you COVID. It, that would be the joke best. Joke gave me the coronavirus. It's true. Oh wait, so when do you? So you're in the UK. You're flying back to yeah, Brooklyn yeah. soon. When do you come back? Uh, Saturday evening is when my flight is. And the thing is like, I got, um, I got tested on Tuesday and I'm still waiting on the results coming in and I feel great. I, I, um, don't have any symptoms. I'm not sick or anything. Um, which is good, but I, even if I was positive, I just want the result. 
so I yeah. can plan ahead and not worry like what is going to happen. Is the testing clinic different in in Brooklyn? Do they like give you or sorry in uh, London? Do they like give you a biscuit and? Uh, no, no. What happened was it was a drive-through testing site where my mom and I we drove into this place and then they gave us these kits where we ourselves had to like stick ourselves fuck ourselves in the nose. Um, and they said, "Do it- yourself in it. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps." <laughs> <laughs> And then film yourself no... and give it to us so we can put it on our OnlyFans. And yeah. <laughs> I'm not putting no fucking swab up your nose for you. You better do it yourself. Yeah, no. Weird thing is that I've seen videos of like you drive through a place in America and they do it for you. Like you roll down your window. Yes, I've heard um, of that. And they like do the thing with the swab. And no, they just gave us the kit. They had like instructions, like a Lego manual. And we had to just swab ourselves, put it in this tube, seal it, and then put it in like a biohazard bag and everything. And then we give it to them. Um, and yeah, my aunt who has, who, um, who got COVID, but is doing well, she got her results within a day. Yeah. Um, she got her results within a day and my mom was like, we'll probably get it within a day. And now it's been two days and we're starting to get anxious. Like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh no. Um, yeah. Well, when they give you the results, do they say instead of yes or no, are they like, yay or nay? <laughs> yes, pop it or fuck off, b- bugger. Go back to the the, the, the U- U.S. that we used to own. I, I want you to do an entire dub of Mary Poppins now. I, well, it's funny. I want you to voice every single part. It's funny you should mention that because when I was in eighth grade, um, do you know what Purim is? Yes. Jewish okay. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Jewish Jewish Thanksgiving, Jewish Halloween, Jewish, basically everything Jewish where you drink. Um, I was, we used to do Purim spiels, which were like um, parodies of a popular musical that were based on like the book of Purim. Um, which Mm -hmm. is the story of a young woman named Esther who's Jewish um, who seduces the king Ahasuerus um, and then later tells him that she's Jewish so that he won't kill all the Jews. Um, And there's this evil guy, Haman, and uh, he wears like a, you know, very unfashionable triangular hat and now we eat pastries about it. It's a whole thing. But the Permspiel was really a big deal. It was like the, the musical of the century. And I got the lead role of um, Mary Poppins, a.k.a. Esther, in our Temple's version of Pop and Purim. So I had to put on a Mary Poppins accent <laughs> when I was 14 and sing about how a grown man shouldn't kill the Jews. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you remember any of it? Any? I rem- I remember there was like a tearful thing that was like a, f- a play on like Feed the Birds. It was like, um, I'm a Jew and I'm your own. Hear us. Heal us. Leave us alone. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the I- cantor who was a grown man went, Wow, Esther, I didn't realize I shouldn't kill all the Jews. <laughs> anyway, go on. It was just so <laughs> cheerful the way you said it. Like, oh, I shouldn't. 
<laughs> that was oh my god oh wow i would kill to see that i, I would I, i'm sure I there's video video foot video i'm sure there's video footage of it somewhere oh my god I, that reminds me when i was in high school um we had a playwriting assignment in my junior year and i tried to make like a harry potter parody but in a yeshiva uh i tried Ooh, to do that and all and i got as far as making up some like really good punny names of like like um um like lord voldemordecai and ira potterman good. and uh, ira potterman <laughs> Yeah. Ira Potterman would actually host This American Life with Ira Glass, yeah. I think. And uh, Drechaya Malfowitz. I was very proud of that name. I was like, that's that's nice. That's in the That's sweets. pretty good. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I couldn't come up with a plot. And so I just, I couldn't think of anything to actually write about. I just got as far as the names. And so I never, it never got off the ground, really. My, my favorite thing about J.K. Rowling, and there's not a lot, because I hate her, but... <laughs> Um, the transphobia. The transphobia. <laughs> my favorite. Th- I love the transphobia. <laughs> she just. I mean, besides like retconning, you know, like uh, she, she went from. What I'm saying is she. She went from. She's now transphobic, but before she wasn't transphobic. She was like, actually, there were tons of Jews at Hogwarts, and there were tons of gays, and there were tons of everybody and she was just making up shit about the harry potter universe i think she only became transphobic when someone was like were there trans people and she was like wait what's trans people let me do a google search oh my god fuck fuck no Mm. what is this (laughs) yeah i saw someone a friend of mine uh who is non-binary who pointed out on facebook that like you could there were like clues of transphobia in the books and the way and the one that I thought, I don't remember much, but what I remember, which I thought was pretty convincing, was the way Rita Skeeter is first described in book four as like having like a, a, a broad jaw and mannish hands in sort of like in a very, in a very unkind way as, as a way to describe this is not someone you should trust or this is or this is the sort of yeah. it was very it was very implicit, but also quite clear. I thought, oh, I could actually see that. There's a lot that goes on in those. I know that, that someone pointed out to me the goblins are supposed to be Jews because they have the big noses and they work in the bank. I mean, it's uh, it's all pretty like cursory stuff. I don't know if yeah. you remember like being a kid and people making up like I heard something once. I feel like young Jews like we hear a lot of stuff that's like this is anti-Semitic, like, uh, like everything's kind of anti-Semitic. And so then we're on the lookout for it everywhere. And I heard Mm. this rumor once that Vans, the shoe company. I heard the same thing. (laughs) The design of like the sort of the gripping on the sole of the shoe at the point of like the, the ball of the foot, there is a bunch of the, the cross hatching looks like it is like stars of David. And the idea is like somehow like the creator of Vans is trying to step on Jewish people. Still literally Jewish people. stepping on the Jews. And like, I can't disprove it, but in my mind, at least it feels like a bit of a stretch. Any conspiracy where you're like, well, I can't disprove that is probably not real because the idea is for you to be able to prove it, not just like, well, I don't know if it's true because there's no evidence it's not. Exactly. There's no evidence it's not true that like I'm secretly straight. You know, I could be. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But I mean, look at those stones after stuffed animals. That's straight girl shit you got right there. That's this mighty hetero of you. I'll be honest. I do a lot of hetero shit. I get along really Ooh, well with my. I get along really well with my parents, both of them who are together. That's so straight. That's so, so straight. Straight. Ugh. <laughs> I love like very classic, just like parties. Like that's what I miss about New Year's. Like I, I'm yeah. ever. I feel like everyone on Twitter is like, I always spend New Year's alone with a good book, and I'm like, fuck you, nerds. Like I want to be. <laughs> hammered doing coke in the bathroom with my best friends as god intended straight women to do yeah straight women and gabby <laughs> i i love hanging out with straight men um, maybe that mm-hmm. makes me a straight w- woman um i saw a tweet my friend sent me a tweet that was like a girl being like you know straight men are socialized so differently than all of us and if you get along with them you're an op and i was like well i guess i'm but a what's fucking an op I don't know, Lucas. I don't know what an op is. And I guess that makes me straight. Because if I were such a cool, you know, yeah. gay, if you are in, queer creator, I'd fucking know what an op is. This is how you know is. you're not in the elite queer community, is that you don't know you don't know all the lingo. Oh, I'm so not in the elite queer community. They are so cool. And I cannot access anything that the elite queer community Wait, quick, does. So, like, who is a... who? Um, uh, among our people that, that we sort of that we at least sort of know who are like three people that are in, in the elite uh, well community. well one of them is entering the sweetie room yes. right now i hope oh my god hi <laughs> that was the best timing ever well it wasn't the best timing ever christopher christopher um, are you wearing headphones of some sort no i can get some please okay, do great. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. please okay. do Okay, let's see. It's because um, it's uh, right now there's sound being played and we need to isolate everyone's sound as best as possible. Gotcha. We're just talking about, it was literally as you entered the waiting room, we were like, who do we know who's a queer icon? Yeah. (laughs) That's my fourth... Oh my God, this is such a chaotic day, you guys. That's my fourth alarm to wake up today. Oh yeah. I do multiple alarms as well, like every 15 minutes or so, like um, at oh, least yeah. two. Oh yeah. And this is what's what's really fun now is I can't find headphones. I know I have headphones. It's just a matter of, of, of finding them, but I know that they exist. So <laughs> headphones generally, yeah, they do exist. Yeah, they, <laughs> they occupy physical space. Them. Yeah, someone invented them, and I think that you know what. That actually reminds me. I um, that reminds me of a of a conversation that I had um on the train uh, like a year and a half ago. I think that is I, worth. It's worth reading. Let me okay, let me try to find. Oh, it, it was, was like a, a phone conversation, a uh, text. I sound oh, like no, 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 such it, a boomer. I, oh, it was on the little dog. Was it, was it on the devices? <laughs> I was like, um, how are you going to read it? That's like so interesting. Okay, okay. Here it is. So, <laughs> he wrote it all right. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, I did afterwards because it was so insane. Okay, here, this is what it is. So it says, okay. okay. Um, and this is on May uh, 2019. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, here it is. Today on the subway home, there's an announcement made and I can't quite tell what's going on. I take <laughs> off my headphones to try and t- to try to listen. Me, uh, and I'm speaking to the guy sitting next to me. Uh-huh. Hey, what did they say? And I look up at the next stop is screen and I see a Manhattan stop. 
And by this time we've arrived in Brooklyn. The guy next to me says, relax, we're not going back uptown. And I say, oh, great, thank you. And he says, you know, I pity your generation. And I say, why? And he says, almost everyone wears headphones and is glued to looking at their phones. You could be hit in traffic or any number of dangers can happen because no one seems to look up while walking like humans should. And I say, you're right, actually, we are addicted. It's a terrible habit and reality, but I do appreciate you reminding me. Thank you. And then he said, so much more polite than I No, 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 no. I I was like, whoa, what are you? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm trying to end it swiftly. I got the information I want. I'm just trying to end. But then he says, (laughs) but then he says, you know, I invented headphones. (laughs) And and as a, and as a a little button to the end, he had mutton chops. He had, and what was the age of this gentleman? Also, I, oh, he was in his sixties at least sixties at least. Okay, so it was like vaguely plausible that he had indeed. And this is, a, oh, another weird part that I didn't write down. His yeah. wife, so I was sitting next to him. Yeah. His wife was sitting across, not next to him. Across? Oh, so yeah. they had a horrible argument before they got on the train or something. I guess. They were like espoused and yeah, espoused. Espoused. Mm. <laughs> Just gonna leave that one out for the scholars. Yeah. Mm. But okay, I, guys, I have AirPods. So what I just did was I spent about that's five fine. minutes looking for a cable for these. And then I these were sitting right next to my laptop. Fine. Okay. Okay. Turn Bluetooth on. Turn it on. <laughs> and connect. This is how the sausage gets made, honestly. This is mm-hmm. the process that our listeners yeah. don't get to see. You're getting a behind the scenes, peeled back look right now. Uh, if you're, if you're not, uh, watching us on YouTube, oh, pause yeah. right now on whatever your app you're listening to and get over to YouTube. If, if you're not a peasant and, yeah. uh, watch how it gets done. <laughs> not a fucking idiot. Yeah. Maybe that's a little <laughs> bit too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Negging our listeners already. Wow. Yeah. Also a, a little, um, a little, uh, another little behind the scenes thing. So, um, uh, Christopher. Um, would you wait? Do you prefer like Christopher or Chris? What uh, what do you what do you like? You know, I think I prefer Christopher. All Hello. right, Christopher. Christopher, Christopher my love. Welcome to Two Nosy Meerkats podcast. What are we really not putting any of the before? Into this? Oh no 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 no! We're keeping all of the before, but this is just a delayed intro. We're just getting our re- it's just very delayed intro. I That's showed Lucas a lot of my stuffed animals before you came. Yeah. Those are it was very endearing. I was going to say. Yeah. I yeah. am so sorry. I'm staying at home and puppy training. And so we went out. Like I had a little bit of pug pissed at 4 a.m. So naturally, I just plowed through the morning just out cold. And I was like, I think I have something Thursday morning, but I feel like I'll wake up for it. Like, I don't know. I can't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. But my body will wake me, certainly. Mm-hmm. My internal clock is finely tuned, and it's not, turns out. <laughs> so I am so sorry for my delay, but uh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, so for, th- for those who don't know, because we didn't do any intros, um, no. which is fine. I'm Gabby Jordan-Brown, that's Lucas Arnold, and then our guest Today is Christopher Thomas, comedian extraordinaire, uh, very handsome man, and um, a Twitter icon, Twitter famous, <laughs> extremely famous Twitter person, um, and apparently dog trainer. Mm. And and like 
I'm just, I would, you know, like Cesar Milan, the dog whisperer. Oh yeah, big fan. Whoa. Oh, I idolize him. I think my whole life is built on him. So I, I'm a dog whisperer. That's what I'm trying to be with this pug. I'm like mm-hmm. trying to communicate with him with like energy. And he's like, eat shit, dude. I don't care. Do you think pugs under or dogs understand what we're all trying to say? So we, there's a, we, we also have a German shepherd, right? And the shepherd oh. is like more intelligent, I think. <laughs> and can maybe like pick up on tone and stuff. The pug sort of like generally can pick up on your vibe, but I don't think he adheres so much to like specific words. I think mm. it's more an mm. general energy. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. I me. see. Yeah. What would I you think- say is the personality difference? So we have like a little difference in sort of intelligence and skills. What would you say is the personality difference between the German Shepherd and the pug? Well, I think, you know, like, <laughs> cab you know police dogs <laughs> Fair, sorry, I just I, I make this joke all the time and my mother who loves the German Shepherd is like that is not funny and I'm like okay well there's something to be said for like the German Shepherds like commanding you know what I mean like they're very yeah they're totally the cops of dogs they are the cops well, of yeah. dogs well dogs yeah. are bred for different purposes and different right. sort of positions and stuff so yeah i'm like these ones sniff out bombs at the airport of course they're a little more like sort of high strong you know and pugs were i can't go down that path right now but they i i know i they were bred as like gifts I too was bred as a gift. (laughs) They were literally bred as like gifts for like you know debutantes and visiting like dames and dukes. Yeah, I'm watching Bridgerton right now, and they always just have pomeranians around them at all times, and I'm like, just sort of like little little squat dogs placed in little ornate rooms. That's the pug's legacy. So they're sort of a, a more jolly brunch than like you know the bomb sniffer dogs. Yeah, I know that I know that Chihuahuas were bred as uh, bed warmers. So you have so you have like hot water bottles, but that was actually the original purpose of the Chihuahua. I thought you were gonna like... say bedwetters, and I was like, I too was also bred as a bedwetter. <laughs> I was gonna be like, why did you? Why would you breed that? <laughs> we got it right here. Why would you breed one? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, why would you need a bedwetter? We had bedwetters at home. <laughs> uh, uh. You know what I mean? That's like, um, mom, can we like go to Mom, can we get a bed wetter? We have That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's what we get. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I'm I'm reading reading that. Yeah. So wait, how? So how is um? So this is. Odd, but I haven't really had a chance to speak with you since I would say that time that we got dinner back in like February or something. And I I want to know like how was how has been your quarantine experience like i'm you're with your family right yeah it feels like you've been can i just say it feels like you've done everything in 2020 (laughs) you fucking transition you look amazing you got like a smoking hot girlfriend you like are on twitter you're like doing comedy but you're also like having the same quarantine experience as everyone else in that you're like at home like raising a dog like i feel like you've literally like if I were to describe to someone like who is the person who's done the most for their 2020, <laughs> I would probably say you. Oh yeah, hundred so, percent. Give you. us a recap. Okay. <laughs> well, I 
am I I I I <laughs> so I'm not currently I, I have another year of college but I I'm not I took it off because okay. uh when when things went online in the spring I was like ooh mm-mm, I don't like this so basically right now I'm not doing school but 2020 itself I was I was a, I was a junior in college and I started doing stand-up and I was uh, working full time, which was pretty insane, and just kind of really jamming my schedule super full because I think I was kind of delaying coming out, mm-hmm. which had been mm. something that was at the forefront of my mind since for about two years. But I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? That's probably going to go away. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it quite worked so well. And what it was actually, I feel like, kind of the impetus for what I would say was the biggest part of the year, which was which was that, um, was actually starting stand-up because I, I started to try to write material. And obviously, you, you talk about yourself. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm a girl. You know, here's right. my story. And, and, and none of the, it, I wasn't comfortable. It wasn't mm-hmm. working. I wasn't able to really kind of like do the, and it kind of all reached this breaking point when, you know, Corona the COVID-19 pandemic swept away the world. And um, I saw a tweet that was, that was, I saw a tweet that was like, it's interesting to think about how many people have had sort of like tipping points with, with gender identity in, in quarantine. Because mm-hmm. you think about how much genders are formed by those around us and like socialization. And I'm like, that's so what happened. I kind of was stuck on my own in my apartment. I was like, okay, fuck this. Like I, I'm on transition. I'm, you know, and so that was what happened. Um, mm-hmm. And I came home and I was like, mom and dad, hey, uh, here. Uh, and I, I came out to them and they were like, whoa. Um, so it was kind of this, like, I, I sort of dumped that on them. And the way I kind of was able to, or I didn't dump it, but like, it was very quick. It felt very quick to them, I think, because it felt like, to me, it was quick in the sense that I ripped the bandit off. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to kind of, I didn't tell one person I remember like tell my friends I kind of just like started saying it because I think I needed to after holding it in for so long almost mm. yeah so then I started uh Twitter in the in early summer and started doing like zoom stand up <laughs> and I started trying to um use that as a way to to process what was happening and write material and uh yeah that's what's happened there I'm taking now just a, like a auditing, like a screenwriting class, just to try to do something creative. Um, no, I don't have the screenplay in any sense of the word yet. Um, and so that's kind of, oh yeah, and I'm training a pug. 2020. Wow. Oh yeah, and I have a, wow. I have a girlfriend and she's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's so from what I'm hearing, it's like when you were doing stand-up your style of stand-up is like in your estimation a bit like kind of personal and because you know some people just do observational materials some people just do like kind of silly bits whatever and they don't talk about themselves at all but that's not your deal and for that reason you were able to be like well if I want to talk about myself I should know who I am and I should talk about who I am more yeah and I was like I I didn't seem I I think I could write some funny stuff but it didn't seem authentic like I'd be like I'm a lesbian and everyone was like right. are, are, are you like what is your vibe here dude and I was like oh, don't ask questions about me and they're like you're talking about yourself and I was like okay 
fair point. Fair point. So yeah, totally. Like I, I think it was just part of my style. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can I just say, and that I, I, I instantly liked you the moment I met you when we met at Eastville. Like I just, I immediately connect. I was just like, oh, this person's got a dope vibe. It was just like, it was just, it was you just too. a good wavelength to you. Um, but I, I have that. to say that from the times that I saw you doing stand up, and I haven't seen you do stand up recently, but from mm -hmm. the writing I see you do just in like just little quips on Twitter, I, it's, I genuinely think, oh, this is so much more clear and funnier and hits deeper. That is absolutely yes, true. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Like, like literally 10 times, like the second I, the first set, like it was like, I could finally speak. Even if I was talking about like my dog, once I was like out and like, even it, it, it felt small, like even before I had kind of started any, any actual transition stuff, like just had my fucking pronouns on my zoom name, bio name, mm -hmm. <laughs> name, bio name, Lila. And, yeah, on my Zoom and 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 I, and I even felt more comfortable just just with that. Um, and I and I yeah, I have a, I'll invite you guys. I'm um, doing a show with um, some some other human living humans um, on January. As opposed 3rd. to dead ones, which yeah, is as opposed to yeah. dead ones. Well, I'm doing a show with Albert Can Einstein and <laughs> yeah, um, there you go, <laughs> John McCain. <laughs> Ooh, that Napoleon like Bonaparte does have a great bet on how women be shopping. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I think he, we would love each other. That guy and I, we'd get along great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have a, Napoleon, you, I, I could I could fix Napoleon. I'll be I honest. Can, you know, I feel. I can, I can fix him. Do you know what I just thought of? I was imagining like uh, Christopher and Napoleon and like a buddy cop movie. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said it was easy. Oh my god. <laughs> Set it up to be so hard. It's like you're like no one can fix it, Napoleon. I was like, nobody said. Like I could see like this the credits fading on our comedy mm -hmm. movie. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Tear, teary jerker, like teary jerker. A teary jerker. Teary jerker. Just a crying masturbator. And then at the end, you both decide not to be cops anymore. Yeah, no. And we step away. We put down that there's a dramatic moment, and we slam down the bat. And you join the march. You yep. join the march. You, <laughs> you, remember all that fucking propaganda in June when, like, the cops would like kneel with the people, no. and then like an hour later they'd be like, "Yeah, they tear gassed us right after that photo was taken." It was always like, and half. The I time never heard about stopping. that. Oh my god, mm -hmm. it was awful. These stupid and half the time, what I would always piss me off about these is half the time I was like, you can tell from the angle of filming that another cop is filming this. I'm like, you guys. Like they're just like trying to be like, look, you fucking freaks, we kneel and then post it and then just decimate. Yeah. Goodness yeah. me. Yeah. Goodness oh, me. Oh Lord. But yeah, no. Well, um, if I could bring thing uh back if I could bring things yeah. back to sort of adoration. <laughs> yeah, that's of what you. I was wondering. I was like, hmm, let's bring it back. You. <laughs> if I could bring Thank things you. into adoration of you, is that I always thought that you were a, a beautiful individual. But <laughs> the moment that you like cut your hair and you started just sort of like let's say wearing yourself properly. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I am I immediately thought, oh, this is weird. Because you look like how I wished I looked like when I was a kid. <laughs> Thinking about how wow. I wanted to look like that is absolutely true, and I've said that, that to you, so but sweet. it's still true. 
You just, you just, just look like chiseled. Your skin is so good. You have mm-hmm. such good skin. It's infuriating. It's skin. like you and Alex Kim. And oh my God. Oh, Alex Kim is smooth as a baby's bottom. That guy has the most <laughs> strange comparison. Yeah, go on. But yeah, no, I, I literally, and I was just like, I was like, this is a weird memory to unlock. Because <laughs> I was, because you just looked like so, like, just like, just toned and you looked like you were sculpted. Thank I, you, you just look good as basically. And I was Thank just. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, ni- so it's nice that you've like, uh, I think most people would say that 2020 is a bad year. I think yeah. most people would say that. But I think sometimes about how like we are in kind of a privileged position in the world, you know, like mm. people who live in New York who have access to like food and shelter, yada, yada. And um, for sure. In that way, I think that there's actually something that's nice about like, for example, I don't have any money. I live on unemployment, but I've actually gotten to sit down and be in my house for the first time in like 25 years. Mm. And I wonder if I will be nostalgic for that in three years. I wonder if I'll be like, remember COVID when we all had to wear masks and we couldn't go outside? Like, huh, those, those were interesting times, huh? And I wonder for you, especially if like, even though it's been such a bad year, it's also been nice for you to be able to like have that time to yourself to just be like, all right, well, here's what I'm going to do. Here's my plan of attack for like being more myself. And here's how I'm going to start existing in the world. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's really interesting to think about. I think I, first of all, thank you so much for the compliments. I'm like, so I'll tell you yeah. you're hot anytime you want. <laughs> Thank literally you. Literally anytime. You can I literally know. text either of us. <laughs> be like, and hey. Be like, tell me I'm hot. And I'll be like, you're so fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep that in my ex- I'll, yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I'll hit up that group chat. I also had the book. I had similar. For the two of you, I was like, these people are so cool and funny. Um, oh, time I met both of you. Yeah. And I sort of zeroed in. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah. Uh, but I really miss you know, yeah, I think what's hard is that I, so I was, um, I was working, working full-time at Harlem School of the Arts, which is like a nonprofit uh, theater and like dance, you know, um, you know, school. Um, and it's not an academic school, but you know, it's like an art center. And uh, we, I was furloughed when COVID kind of took off they, and they couldn't, we couldn't keep classes really going. And a few, a few happening online, but everyone was let go. Most people. And so that was pretty devastating and I couldn't pay my rent. So then I came home just to finish the semester, I thought, because I was still doing online classes. Um, but then it was like, I was like, okay, I'll stay here for a bit. I'll stay here for the summer because I didn't want to go back and my lease had ended. And I was like, so basically long story short, I'm, I'm living at my parents' house for the next several months until probably, you know, May. And mm-hmm. that has been, I would say, I would, say, I would say difficult. It's been very difficult um, mm. just because it's a very, like, it's a very transitive time. <laughs> you've right. gone through a lot a. of, like, peaks and valleys, definitely. Yeah, a lot right. of, yeah, you've ridden yeah. the wave this year. Yeah, and I think that they, you know, that's that's something that they're, you know, c- catching up on. Yeah. Let's, say, let's put it that way. They're, they're catching up on, um, but, it's, but it's been hard to be at home. So I think that I will miss this time, definitely miss the ability to just have a day 
where I can sit down and write and work on something creative. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, but I won't miss being trapped in Portland, Maine because I've missed my New York city gaze and people. Gays and people. Gays and people. Oh my god. <laughs> I am the only person on this podcast, you guys. So um, I was gonna say I was like, I was I was saying gays, and then I was looking at Lucas and I was like, no, but and my others as well. Other people. Gays and others. <laughs> yeah. Gays, people, and others. <laughs> so that gays, people, and others. Yeah. So I think it's a mixed bag there. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll miss that part, the creative part. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I will say something that I think a lot, a good number of people went through is that because like we had so many doors shut on us and what we were able to do that Pete, that I think for, I would definitely say for myself included that we had. So it was sort of like, imagine like a hose that has been like, had like constraints put on it. And so like it's, it's beam of water coming out has been extra focused and I would say extra hard. And so, and so for what was available to us, we poured so much more energy into and that like, definitely, I would say that. Yeah. That like necessity, um, the necessity to be creative, to express yourself um, is like the mother of invention of like new avenues opening up. Oh yeah. I, I, I I totally agree. I think like not to, yeah. I'm like, I think, um, I was thinking of before when we were talking about stand up, and I'm like, yeah, I think well, I'm a, I think I think stage presence alone and like material, I think I'm ten times better, like just because I've been able to work on it. And a lot of that is um, a lot of that's coming out, but like it's just been interesting to think about that. Like I've been able to focus on it mm-hmm. and been do been do been making more progress, even though like clubs are shuttered and it's like Zoom than I think I was in six months in New York. So that that was nice just to be able to kind of tractor beam mm. i think that's the second time i've said tractor beam on this podcast and i'm like I no don't i don't know. think i think that was the first time <laughs> but not the last no not, not the not last, the last. <laughs> not the last um yeah no but i totally agree with you it's like you can tractor beam in so mm. yeah yeah i don't uh, know why but when you did that i immediately thought pulling ghost nipples i don't know why <laughs> That's what I think I about all the time. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a lovely, what a beautifully erotic thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I always think about pulling ghost nipples. You know, I just, I think I'm a nip guy generally. I'm always thinking a of nip guy. Ooh. <laughs> you know, really? like bo- boobs and ass people, which by the way, I, I don't even like to begin with. I'm like, why are you commodifying like individual, but that I being said, are you a boobs or not? Yeah, no, that being said, come on. <laughs> not Get on. Even aside, you know, I definitely, I think I'm a nip guy. Okay. Um, just, a, just a nip, no just boobs. Nip. I'm like, not even right, the I'm like, areola at large, just the, just the nip. Just the pinpoint, but if someone's sitting me dude, I'm like, you better crop out. I just want to see that little, that little nugget in the middle Everything there. is cropped out. The face, the torso, <laughs> everything. Just one nipple stands like, above the rest. Cut a hole in your shirt, actually, ideally. So it just sort of peeks out <laughs> like a little groundhog. And I can just, yep. Like Jewish sex, there. but for nipples. Just <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what we're exactly. Fellas, is it kosher to push your nipples together? <laughs> 
Is it kosher to send a nip pick? A nip pick? A nip pick. Oh my god. Everything oh. cropped out, but that one little pink. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would that get flagged on Instagram if it was really just a close-up and on just like the surface of the absolute the just the absolute nipple of it? Would that get taken? I, I don't think it would. If it's close and enough, then, I don't think it would. Yeah. If it's if it's close enough, sure. I think that mm. Instagram never ceases to amaze me though. With the thing. Yeah. Why does it never cease to amaze you? Oh, I think noise cut out first. Yeah, sorry, my AirPods died, but I'm re sometimes they like shut down, but I don't think they're dead. Okay. Okay. If they're still dead, I'll use the restroom. Got it. Okay, never mind. Go on. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, yeah, they're back up. They're really old, so they they periodically just stop working. Which I'm like, Mm. go off, queen. You know, I understand needing rest <laughs> your airpods are at capacity honestly you've overworked them and yeah Actually, <laughs> oh my god what was that what, what was that form text are you it was at capacity right. slash um helping another friend through a crisis and i don't think i can hold the appropriate space for you can we yeah, connect yeah. at a more which honestly lived in I'm my sorry head. what just happened i have no idea what you just okay said. lucas so a long time ago this is a thing that I'm absolutely obsessed with, and Christopher, I, I guess you are too. Okay. It's so funny. Go ahead. Go on, Gabby. Yeah. There was this Twitter user, like someone from like PhD Twitter, who was like, hey, <laughs> so I um, am super popular, right? And I get all of these requests to help um, people with their crises because I'm really good at it. Um, but right. I don't always have time because like, there's a lot going on for me right now. And like, you know, everything's really difficult. So yeah. if you are in this position as well, if you're just like a giver and an empath like me, here's <laughs> here's a text that you can use to send to your friends the pol- to politely like tell them to fuck off. And uh, okay. the text read, um, <laughs> hi, I am actually at capacity slash helping another friend through a crisis. And there was one more thing. Christopher, do you remember what the one more thing was? Is there, uh, so actually I remember it was at capacity and then there was dealing with personal problems. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. And I was like, this is insane. Uh, And and the last part was, um, do you have someone else? Oh my God. (laughs) Slash, could we reconvene? at a later date when I can be present or some stupid shit like that? Question mark. And that was what it said. Lucas, it what do, you, like what do co- you think you'd say? What do you think you'd say? Yeah. I, well, first off, I need to say that sounded like a coded message from a hostage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the vibe I was getting. Okay, so what would I say if like a friend was reaching out and I didn't, and I wanted to politely say, no, I can't yeah. do this? Um, no, I mean, mean, if you were that friend reaching out and you got that text that said, I am actually at emotional capacity, um, and helping someone else through a crisis, do you, I would, (laughs) I would say none of my friends have this good of grammar who wrote this for you. (laughs) I just wrote the full text, uh, copy pasta in the, in the chat. Oh, Gabby, I thought you were messaging me privately and I was like, Interesting. And then- <laughs> <laughs> what 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 are we uh, keeping the yeah? The, the, the Chris boy, like, this fucking idiot Lucas isn't on Twitter uh, yeah, all day yeah. looking at this, shit. 
hey, I'm so glad. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Wait, have you, um, wait, Christopher, have you ever, um, sent to multiple people, hey, this is just between us because I, I just feel like closer to you, but you actually sent it to everyone to like make them feel like they're like they're in on like a secret, like well, a, an no, exclusive. That's fucked up. <laughs> I actually you... have never done that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> have you done this, Lucas? <laughs> I have not. No, I've not done that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Again, yeah. no, no, I haven't. <laughs> I thought about doing it though. I thought, because I thought, well, because sometimes like, especially, um, because definitely I mean, like on stage I've done stand-up where I've I make it seem like I just came up with something on the spot but it's actually something that I had written out mm. beforehand and oh, it's yeah, yeah. and I know how to perform it to make it seem like it's really on the spot and that the audience is like the first to ever hear that so I'm definitely manipulative like that I mean, on when stage. you're like yeah well, I think yeah. that's like if anything expected you know I think yeah 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 especially like open mics for comedians who are such dicks to everybody to each other performing like yeah but i totally get you mean in that sense i think that that's totally normal i think i don't know if form fed texts to people in crisis or particularly yeah no that's not good i definitely have done though like if i if it's been a lot i have trouble texting sometimes it's like too much mental like so i have been known to if it's been like if i'm describing something to someone and a bunch of my friends have been like are you dead you know like or like hey you know i'll copy and paste like hey good my day was the you know I've, i've been known to do that um, and I've sent 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 the same text twice. To people do before. you mean copy and paste the thing that you send to different friends, or do you mean like you take something from the internet and you just like oh, copy? Yeah. And paste? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny as fuck. You were like, "Oh, I'm I'm doing okay. I uh, just got this MacArthur Award. Oh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Sorry, that's from the internet." <laughs> The fitness gram pacer test is a yeah, <laughs> it's a multi-stage aerobic capacity test. Yeah. test. Zach Efron is an actor, writer, and <laughs> wait, wait, can I d- wait, one little, just one little thing. Um, when I was in high school, we had like playbills that we would do for like school plays and stuff, and you could write like a little bio, a who's who, and there was this dude uh, called John who would copy and taste different te- copy and paste different copy texts copy and taste, from- mm. copy and taste. <laughs> He would copy and paste uh, bits from Wikipedia articles about historical and current political figures. Like he would say, like, um, uh, John Bennett is uh, is the leader of communist North Korea. When he was born, no doctors were needed, which is the reason that all doctors were disbanded from from the country. It is oh said that God. he rained down from the heavens on a unicorn, which is, by the way, in the textbooks. Of North of North Korean school children is that there are unicorns that um, Kim Jong Il I think was born without the use of um, without the use of doctors and, and that's why there are no or doctors or anything like that. Yeah, that's crazy. But then again, in our textbooks, we learn like and all the slaves were freed and everything was a all right. Like oh yeah, it was all good. I, was, I remember being taught that like the Civil War was about states' rights. It wasn't. It was not about slavery. Oh That's what everyone thinks. But it was about states' right. That's what I was taught. I remember that so well. Wait, I'll yeah. be right back. That's okay, talk okay. amongst yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds familiar as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, this this cool. bitch Gabby. I mean, can we like, just talk Gabby, like Gabby, actually? Gabby. It's just Gabagool. like Gabagool. Gabagool Jordan Brown. Gabby. Uh, yeah. What I I remember Gabby. What my, my, my first memory of Gabby is... Oh, yes, I'm interested. What is your first memory yeah, of Gabby? 
Yeah, because you I remember more clearly. It was that one. It was some open like it was yes. like this. I wrote this thing. It was like Monday nights with Derek. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. And Gabby, I think I saw her at either Firestarters or Don't Call Me Sweetie, and mm-hmm. which, which now Rachel and I do together, which will be interesting once it's back at Eastville. Actually, spe- speaking of, I'm actually mm-hmm. curious about how that will work. Yeah, but I still I'm still in touch with, with Rachel. Uh, we spoke like a, a few days ago. Yeah, um, she's, but she's yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I hope she comes back to the city. I'm not sure if she knows when she's coming, if and when she's coming back. I really hope she does. I know. That's what I hope too. Yeah. I think. Anyway, we, so uh, for first yeah, memory, yeah, of Gabby, oh, yeah. First, yeah, yeah. So it was it was either there or um, Firestarters, Mike, and I remember thinking like, oh, this, fire, I think it was Firestarters because her material was really gay. Yeah. Well, oh, by the like, way, so uh, for, for for listeners and viewers watching, uh, uh, listening, uh, Firestarters is a is an open mic uh, for uh, women and people in the LGBTQ plus community. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Correct. correct. And it's pretty great. It's hosted by Alex Kim and Divya, mm-hmm. and Divya, whom I only know as Divya. Um, but so Gabby was performing one night, and she was. I was like, this this girl's cool. And she was just very cool. I, I could tell she had experience in stand-up. And at the time, I, as listeners, as the listeners may have heard, I was very much still getting used to even the concept. And so I admired Gabby. I admired mm-hmm. Gabby. And I thought Gabby was cool. And uh, that was my first memory of her. She was telling some joke about her girlfriend, Sylvie. And that's, and that's, that's all. Can't remember mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, yeah. I remember the first time I saw you do stand up that you were talking about doing stand up in front of your family. Oh yeah, I was I, I I was talking yes I was talking about my German family I think yes to yes indeed yeah make them laugh yeah yeah you know it's funny because I've done away with most of those jokes like most of those jokes I kind of since writing new material I'm like I don't give a shit about that hmm. it's interesting like what I've decided is I don't know. I feel like a different, I feel like a whole new, I feel like a whole new. Community. It's definitely a whole new you since then. <laughs> a whole new, a whole new world. Yeah. A whole new world. Gabby, I was just talking about my first memory of you, which was like. Of me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was like, you didn't know this, Gabby, but I thought you were really cool. I, it, I was like watching you at Firestarters. <laughs> and I was like, wow, like Gabby knows how to do stand up, And Gabby, and you're talking about Sylvie and something, something, the la. And I was like, okay, cool person. Holy shit, because I'm so, like, not. So that's yeah, like, you really. you are. You are so cool. Well, in yes, fact, you... It's, yeah, you, you are. Excuse it's me. interesting you guys say that because <laughs> when I was just going into the bathroom just now, because lately can't get through a full episode without needing to go number two. Oh, that's about to be me because I just chose this. <laughs> I hear that might be a prostate issue. You might want to talk about that with your doctor. Yeah, I, my prostate. You know what would be a prostate issue if I had a prostate? That would be <laughs> Do tell. such a prostate issue. But I go into the bathroom and Sylvie has the door covered in like um, plastic garbage bags and like plastic everything. And she's got like a one of those like uh, hair stylist things on and she's like dyeing her hair and she has a bachata playlist going. And she was like, oh, shit, do you have to pee? And I was like, no, I (laughs) I have to do the other one. And she was like, oh, and you don't understand how decked out this bathroom was. Like it was like full, like Dexter, like plastic everywhere. 
and she just had to leave like covered in oh. hair dye like naked except for this robe so that I can go so if you think I'm cool I don't know if that's true because <laughs> well, I think it's kind of cool that she was <laughs> that you that you got her after she had the, all this apparatus that she was still like oh no 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 you're more important and I think that's I think that's a cool just like I hate to say because there oh, wasn't bitch. really a choice like you know there's kind yeah, of a choice no. to cover the bathroom in plastic yeah. wrap there's not really a choice where the toilet is <laughs> you know yeah that's, that doesn't sound like true. cool or uncool that just sounds very human that like i don't think that's very uncool that just sounds like oh yeah that's real shit that a couple would go through living together yeah yeah you're right but it's just the strangest thing about living with someone it's like you know yeah. all of this time you spend together fucking like trying to impress each other and trying to only show each other the good parts of you then you move in together and then you just can't hold in your poops like it's so embarrassing yeah. like we do yeah. it all backwards i think we should all just be pooping from the first date and then try to impress each other later oh i definitely am i'm definitely on board with the idea that you should within certain boundaries and as kindly as possible be as fully <laughs> yourself from the moment you meet someone i hate like, that I hate yeah. that every day she finds out more about me, you know, like, and my bowels and my bodily functions. Like, I wish I had just been, I wish I'd just been shitting the whole time from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Just walk into the date asshole first. Just like, hello. <laughs> no, but, and you like pull your cheeks apart with each like utterance, like Ace Ventura, like, hello, hello. My name is Gabby. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's a that's a dynamo plan. Yeah. 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 And speaking of uh, relationships and romance, Christopher, I hear that you uh, are with a lovely lady. And would you be so kind as to tell us, because we're so intrigued, how you met, who made the first move? I want a play by play. I want. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. Well. First of all, I, well, the second poop was mentioned, I was like, you know who would really love this conversation is Yamini mm-hmm. Nambimadam. Comedian. Et. Comedian? Mm-hmm. Female comedians are comedian. I don't know why I said comedian. No, I, there's like there's okay. like a jokey sort of word called like comedian. Oh, yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. like the comedian. female version. That's what my like friends will clown on me. They'll call me like, oh, you're a, such a little comedian. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's it sounds almost offensive. Yeah. So comedian. Yamini, um, and she has IBS. Oh, you cut out. You cut out uh, exactly. You cut out the moment after you said IBS. You know what that was? That was your girlfriend, like, totally just taking your audio and being like, yeah. we're not talking about this. She secretly, uh, Bezos and Zuckerberg combined. She has just control over all technology. She's like, master. Yeah, no, she, well, conversely, she actually would, she loves talking about IBS and poop. She thinks it's Cool. very healing to talk yeah and so i'm like i feel like i know a lot about that but you know what I mean? like I, I think it was, i have an intimate like ivy it must be an ibs thing like i know a lot about the sort of nitty-gritties of the mm. of her upper day-to-day we'll say yeah but um yeah what's is that oh no the sound cut out again yeah we can't hear you oh no oh boy it's all happening it's all happening do you want to oh wait, do you want to maybe take like a short break to find like the cable for your headphones that you could plug in? Yeah, this is this is, yeah, let me try to find the, the the plug-in for these bad boys. I'm like my AirPods just are starting to kind of continue to die. Okay. Yeah. 
here wait oh i got it one one second one we'll, second. Take, we'll take a hot play. break okay okay <laughs> all right hold on i'm gonna do some claps to make like a spike in the waveform so i okay. can easily see this so there we go um i still have my i still have my quick time rolling as well so. oh good me too um is that i mean i'm sure christopher doesn't have quick time going but it's a, oh no it's okay we can use like just the single track from the, the single zoom. track from the zoom yeah, yes absolutely um technology am i right gang oh my god but yeah. you got it i do okay so <gasps> this is what's gonna happen so <laughs> so my big headphones are dead but i have a little connecty cable yeah. oh guys this is gonna be yeah i'm feeling so techy i feel this like... is technology at its finest yeah oh yeah i feel like uh wozniak and what's his face jobs <laughs> jobs <laughs> i love that wozniak you remembered perfectly you're like like who's that the famous who's the other guy just... <laughs> yeah well you know what i've always found wozniak a little more welcoming as a presence you know oh yeah <laughs> well he's He's less child abandony than Steve yeah. Jobs. You know the the word Wozniak actually means welcoming in German. It I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. I just made it up. I'm sure German's, actually, German's my first language. Pretty sure it's welcoming. What? German's your first language? Yeah. yeah you yeah. are full of surprises, my friend. Mm. Okay. Okay. Put you okay. Got this. Uh, Open. What are you doing? Can I just, okay? just wait? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you hear us? Yes. One second. Okay. There. We're gonna. Or should we create another spike in the waveform? Uh, no, 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 no. I um, I'm pretty sure once. Well, the thing is, once I match it up, um, I'll be able to see like when Christopher right. is wearing the headphones. Okay. So I just wanted to make a spike so I know from where to start the cut, and then got I'll just it. Know. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. I do love those like skull candy style headphones. I think they're really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I am trying to connect these things and they just don't see. Come on. Is it not just like plug in and listen? Yeah. So these are Bluetooth. I just, they're plugged because I need to charge them. As and Jeff Bezos I would say, plug in and hungry. Or wait, yeah. no, that's not Jeff Bezos. That's um the other one, Army Hammer, talking to his mistress. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> Plug that in guy. and hungry for daddy. You know what? I'm gonna let these charge, and I think let's hope my AirPods have another twenty minutes or so in them now. At this point. Okay. Okay. Let's just I'm. Yeah. You could you could tell us about your girlfriend, and then we'll go to listener submissions and self perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, so okay, yeah. Well, yeah. What's fun? So what's funny about that is that uh, good old Lucas. I think actually, I was dating someone else when I met Lucas. Um, yeah. Um, who? Yeah. Who was very we, lovely? We no I, longer. Yeah, but yeah, it's okay. Who was? Who was? Who was very lovely? Um, who was very lovely? Took a dark turn there. Okay. Unfortunately, no hard feelings. But yes. So basically, that that sort of shuttered its doors. Uh, you know, early in the summer, and then. I was obviously in Maine uh -huh. and Yamini went to school with a good friend of mine in, in Chicago, Chicago. And like, so we just, and we're, we're all in the same little sort of Twitter bubble. So we kind of bumped into each other virtually in uh, early September and, or maybe late August. 
and started like what I think we're known best for, which is like flirting almost, almost blatantly, like very blatantly. I would not mm-hmm. say almost. I would say blatantly. Yeah. I would say I would say I would say I, I would, almost too blatantly, and she just DM me one day and was like hello, and I was like hello, and then it was just this thing where like all of a sudden I was like staying up until four in the morning talking to this girl, mm-hmm. like every night, like night after night after night. And because of the time difference, yeah. And I was like, I can't keep doing this because I'm I'm useless all day after. But like, I can't stop talking. I literally can't. And so, so what is the like, time okay, difference? Well, it's only an hour, isn't it? Or is it two hours? It's it's only it's oh. three. It's three hours. Oh, three yeah. hours. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I was long distance with Sylvie for a while. It's it's pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. But um, we were just kind of like, I guess we'll, you know, she's applying to jobs and. New York and LA and whatever and we were like uh I feel like we both felt as though we had been around the world kind of dating wise I feel like that a lot of the time I was like I kind of did that whole thing and here's someone I have a huge a really strong connection with who is mm-hmm. not currently here but I was like no one's currently here you know right and so we kind of just started like doing a little e-dating thing and it just kept getting better and mm-hmm. she's great like she's just really great and uh makes me feel really happy and so lovely. So, yeah, and she's and she's hilarious. She's great. You guys could totally have her on or something if you, yeah. But <laughs> my plug in my girlfriend, but she is she's great. Yeah, that's Yamini. That's the Yamini story. That's I so love that. What do you think makes her yeah. different than other people you've dated? Mm, good question. Um, yeah, I think a lot of the time I, I think I sacrificed. Like, well, first of all, it's significant that aside from my the person I was seeing before um I hadn't really been out when I was dating anybody so I think that that also impacted my ability to like truly find who I somebody who I really wanted yeah um but yeah I think I think you know I didn't always date people who were kind to me or maybe ready to commit to someone or you know and that was was hard I think I did it a lot of like emotionally unavailable people Mm -hmm. uh, Mm. which makes sense as someone who is not able to be fully themselves you know sure yeah so i think there's that i think there's that and i also think it's cool to be even though they say two comedians shouldn't date i think if you're not a huge asshole it's possible because you can just kind of like be you know what i mean like we. it's almost like that applies to just anyone that's a good point right i say that i'm like when people say that i'm like well sure i guess but if you're if you're if you're nice to each other i think maybe you can make it work you know i also think we have such different like demographic like such different things within comedy that it's like there's no really bumping so that's so comedy do you mean like in um, competition comedically is that yeah. what you mean yeah i was thinking okay. i was like okay maybe if i was dating another white trans boy it'd be a little more who's gonna be you know but we don't <laughs> have that kind of overlap so you know um it's really nice to be like alongside someone in comedy um and she's mm. smart and nice and hot so yeah, I think yeah. it's just all of the so qualities lovely. that I like about someone, but she, but, they're, but, mm. they're, but they're in one. Yes. So yeah. I always say it's like, oh, who could date another comedian? But it really is true that like, it, at, in general, as long as someone is not an asshole, there yeah. kind of are no rules. I, 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 I guess I specifically mean if you're like, you know, sitting around worried about like, 
competition and opportunity mm. but then like those kinds of people are just unhapy all the time anyway so it just doesn't right. really yeah. apply yeah I, and i think honestly i think both of the both of us kind of thought that we're like ooh, what if don't they always say and then we were like once we actually started doing the damn thing we were like oh if you're not if you're like respectful this is mine yeah yeah and i think i think also there's this thing there's thing about being long like long you know you have you can't hide you have to really get to know each other you can't like oh my god because all you have is communication all you have is communication you can't like go out and like you know get get drunk or watch or go to the movies or like just you know bang all day yeah thing um and you so you have to just like do a lot of talking so i was like okay i have so much fun just like sitting and talking about like random shit with this girl that's a good sign yeah Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I also think this is something that I've noticed is like a theme that's very, very common is that when you sort of not necessarily give up, but when you're very (laughs) sort of self-actualized and you're not really aggressively trying, but you just sort of let the, just let whatever come, come that you meet someone wonderful. Absolutely. I think I tried to like do the whole, I was like, oh, I'm going to date. I'm a D-A-T-E and that kind of just was, was fatiguing and also not really being mm. so fruitful anymore. And then I was like, fuck it. And fell into my life sort of thing. Yeah. 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 It is interesting. I- they- oh, wait, go on. Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, so when you were D-A-T-E-ing, uh, what were, did you have any sort of moves or angles or lines that you did in order to woo uh, someone? Did you did you have any of that? Oh, so she so she thinks I played this well. I was <gasps> so this nervous is so fascinating. Whoa! Any woman, any woman, I like practically black out with with nerves. So I don't really fully remember how I was behaving the first like few times I was talking to her. I was like, oh, hi, you know. Um, but I, I remember I remember making a lot of jokes, like a lot of jokes, which like she was obviously more receptive to than most people. Um, and a lot mm-hmm. of memes. This is like I can't believe I just said that out loud. A lot of memes. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I sent this girl probably like 50 images in the first few days of us talking. I think I just sort of sort of sort of shit them out, and mm-hmm. she shit them back. Um, poop is once again metaphorically yeah. entering. Yeah, this the, the liminal space. Yeah, but um, I think I just tried to make her laugh until she's good, pretty. <laughs> And smart. <laughs> you would make her memes or you would send her pre-made memes? You know, actually it was a bit of both. Whoa. Yeah, of both. Okay, I a hybrid. Known, yeah, I have been known to craft a meme or two in my day. I have an almost absurd like love for memes. Um, so there were a lot in there. There were a lot in there. Multiple origins. <laughs> Would like you remember? What, do you think there was one that really like sealed the deal for her? Like one you said where you're like, "This is a plus. She's she's head over heels." She can me, right? never come back from this. There was one, which remains my favorite, and it's like a. I think I tweeted it before. It's like a. I'm so proud of this. It's it's a guy. It's like a, it's like an oil painting, and it's a and it's a. There's a man with like a handlebar mustache leaning over the shoulder of a woman, who is like, he's obviously like whispering something in her ear type thing. Um, and she's saying, I like a guy who's in touch with his feminine side. And he's saying, I'm on my period. And I was like, that's very good. And I was like, if there were a meme 
to describe as I was like I, I think that that was like perfectly encapsulating like yeah what it's what it's like to be like with a with a trans guy like if you're if you're a cis woman so I was like here you go and she loved it it was hilarious so I was that's like, Good sign. pretty perfect that's like yeah from my well, feminine yeah. side I'm on my period I was like I, think, I was like I think this is how you know I'll introduce her to that especially because I think that like once you're once you've been on HRT for a bunch of years, you tend to lose your period, but that's not the case yet for me. Mm. So it's sort of like an early state. It's also like mm. a kind of an, uh, in, uh, freshly out vibe somewhat. I mean, yeah. mm. fresh, freshly, freshly on HRT. I mean, yeah. 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 God, the period is just the most like in my, in my day-to-day life, I try and consider myself like a nuanced, like interesting person. And then when I get my period, I am like one of these just like Amy Klobuchar loving like lib femmes. I don't recognize myself anymore when I'm on my period. I'm just like. <laughs> I, 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 I can't even conceive of that. It's so, it's, it's so like, I, now it makes sense why I hated it so much always because it's very dysphoric. it's very dysphoric even i'm a cis woman and it is very dysphoric for me i'm like i don't want to be this kind of cis woman yeah (laughs) it's just a terrible time for everyone and so i can recommend that i would recommend i went on i I, like there are certain methods your lifestyle oh no at pregnancy (laughs) oh wait wait, i'm I'm sorry chris you're he's back he's back you're back. Ooh. You're back. Oh, are you? Are Whisper. you? I can't hear you. Oh, no. It's okay. No. It's okay. okay. No. Oh, it's no. A... Maybe do only one at a time so one can charge at a time. Hello, hello. There yeah, we can go. hear you. There you go. Okay, yes. periods. Keep going. Yes. Okay. Periods. Yeah, yeah. Periods. So, uh, I can I would recommend there are some methods of things that can remove your period entirely even though they aren't really relevant in my lifestyle <laughs> mm-hmm. and and, and I, I guess you're, you know I don't think Sylvie is gonna impregnate you per se but it will she can keep trying period. we'll keep trying <laughs> she'll she can keep trying you know and also it'll it removes your your period, which I have. I did go on birth control for a while, but it made, it made me gain so much weight that I was like, I can't continue yeah. this. So I'm just going to keep having my period. Preach on, and, soul sister. And you know what? Maybe for three days or so, I'm just going to lean into like feeling like the exact kind of, I don't know, straight white woman who pretends to be a, you know, oppressed minority. Like maybe that's just what, cause that's how I feel when I'm on my period. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Uh, Kamala Harris is me in a business meeting. Like that's who I become. And then I get off my period. I'm like, oh my God, who was that? Who just took over my body for three days. <laughs> I, I, girl boss, girl boss. Yeah. My period is a real girl boss. <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, I had a buddy who tried to, I tried to, no, he, we were in like a group of friends and he, anytime like periods came up, he would, he would bring up, he would be like, you know, guys have like their own period. Like we go through shifts in a month. I was like, and I, I tried to, I tried to join and be like, yeah, we go through, but in my mind, I was just like, no, we don't bro. It's not. It was no, was he arguing that men can menstruate or was he like No, he was saying that men go through like a comparable shift every single month. 
And I was like, mm. Yeah, no. Yeah, Although, no. it is men straight. Mm. Ooh, can't. It's not a women's straight. Let's call it women's straight. Tell it like it is. Hey, I mean, sexism at its finest there. Yeah. Oh my God, what was. What was the, the patriarchy <laughs> strikes again? Oh, I love doing that with like random words that aren't even about like anything useful. Everyone loves it. It's mm. hilarious. Everyone loves it. Yeah. 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 Menstruation. Women's yeah. Care. I'll tell you what also menstruates are uh, the submissions from our listeners. <laughs> our listeners who... probably menstruate, and we are going to hear from them <laughs> today. Uh, Christopher, I'm sure you've listened. Maybe you I dropped it. my microphone. Uh, God damn it, Lucas. Useless. He's on his man period. Um, yeah. Once again. Men the month, sweetheart. Yeah. He's menstruating. Um, Okie dokie. So we, I have, um, no, sorry. What, what were you saying? I was just going to give a preface in case uh, Christopher hasn't listened, but it's like we get some listeners. They write in about their problems, neuroses, gossip. Um, and then we just give our, uh, commentary slash advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds wrong. Yeah. So, uh, we have one from a comedian friend of ours. Oh no. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. And I'm also going to try to do an impression of this person. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. My dating life is pretty bad. Um, are dating apps like a trick so that people stop populating the planet? I had a guy ask me if he could do my mic if he wore lipstick and I didn't answer. And he was like, could I do it if I cut off my wiener? What? He read that it was an LGB mic. He didn't mention Q or T or plus because that would have exerted too much energy. And that's just the tip. I mean, I told him he just had to cut off the tip because it's a Jewish mic. Just kidding. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I... Um, so yeah, to, need... to wrap it up for our listeners, I guess it yeah. sounds like this person wrote in because um, I know her, she hosts uh, an open mic that's mainly for LGBTQ plus performers and a guy on a dating app found out about this and was like, well, oh, does that just mean I have to wear lipstick or cut my whole dick off? Yeah. Um, and so that's what she's dealing with. <laughs> that's amazing, yeah. Wait, say that again? Sorry, I didn't hear you. That is sounds amazing. Oh, no. Wait, Gabby, did you hear that? I think I think Christopher's cutting out again. Christopher just I just heard that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Oh, there you go. No, you're oh, no, you're. I'm sorry, you're still cutting out a lot, Chris. Okay, wait. All right, give it a give it the old college try. I'm gonna give these the old college try here. I guys, I am literally so sorry. I cannot believe that I am this plagued by audio issues and timeliness issues. I feel like I'm. Oh wait. No, this is great. This is like the chaos episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and this is a good end to 2020. That's yeah. What I, that's what I bring to any kind of table. Um, I think I'm, oh, these are sort of, see, these are, these are flickering here. These are flickering dimly, which to me indicates a positive. Uh, actually, maybe, maybe they can't hear the, the struggle. Maybe that'll be cut out. I don't know how that works, but uh, it might, it might yeah, be. We, we cut it out. Yeah, we cut it out. we'll, we'll cut it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so now we're back. And so, so yeah, do you have any, so what do you, what is your take on a guy on a dating app not realizing the actual purpose for a, a, a specialized open mic for women and queer people and just thinking, oh, do I have to just do this to get on? Like not realizing it's not for you. What is your take on that? Well, I think that I am beyond surprised because if there's one thing I know about men, they're really accepting of other people. Mm-hmm. Historically speaking, exactly. they're the most tolerant. And, mm-hmm. and but, so I'm shocked that a man said something rude and offensive on a dating app. That feels bizarre to me. Here, here. Here, here. No, in actuality, that makes sense. Particularly the lipstick part. I'm like, that's a classic. Like, do I have to put a dress on? Yeah. You know, that sounds like a classic, like a classic, you know, one, two punch straight man LGBT joke. That's like, yeah. Right. It's a there's um there's a comedian I know of who um uh, I won't mention uh, his name but I know that he he pretended to be gay in order to get on one of these mics. I know about this. I do. And, yeah, he um and his excuse was uh what does it matter? It's just a mic's a mic. Why are we putting labels on stuff? We should be able, anyone should be able to do. And uh and yeah, yeah, exactly. And and to. As far as I know, I don't think that he has apologized or really understands why what he did was wrong. Um, but it actually made me uh, write a bit about it because because um, earlier this year, I I got a yeast infection. Um, it was, I, I'll be honest, it wasn't totally confirmed, but there was a chance that it was. And it's recovered. I'm all good now. But I wrote a bit about how... Um, uh, how if you're a guy and you want to get onto one of these uh, women and queer only open mics, just get a yeast infection. That's the loophole. You'll be allowed in, you know? Just or go just be the... Lucas Arnold because anyone will yeah. let Lucas Arnold onto anything. I was, I was exactly. Say, I was like, or just be Lucas Arnold who I yeah. think that every, you know, Lucas, I was talking to um, Rachel Elizabeth, a friend of mine, and she was like, the only two comedy bros I feel comfortable around. It was first only Lucas and now I add you in. And I was mm. like, that makes sense that because lucas is the the one comedy bro i'm like that's a solid that's a solid like safe addition to any environment. am i a comedy bro <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're a comedy brosafina but i'm yes. a total brosafina not quite a comedy yeah. chick but like comedy brosafina bro bro adjacent Bro Jason. Bro Jason. I was just talking to Lucas about how I was re- I'm really engaging in straight girl behavior with these stuffed animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are my credentials. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. What a what a hearty connection you have there. I'm so impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to uh to our comedian friend's point, um, don't be surprised when straight men write you these messages because it's kind of typical and um you know it's uh don't let them on your mic that's uh yeah that's, that's what's important don't they can go let them on your mic yeah um, that's certainly true all right we got another submission this person yes, says, but we also have to we also have to save room for self uh, self perception okay yeah. so we'll we'll do one more we'll do one yeah more. i would say just one more yeah okay. do you want to do you have one yeah. pulled up um, yes, I do. Okay. So, uh, this person says, um, 
I'm a very square person. I stick to rules because I'm very nervous about breaking them. I don't like to do anything reckless. So about a year ago, I was invited to a house party of a guy I work with. We both work at a bar, so we're no strangers to drinking. That night I had more than usual. I was also just getting over a messy breakup and kind of had some unhealthy coping mechanisms. It was a regular party and I remember having a good time for the most part until I black out and wake up in my bed. I don't know how I got home, but I found out that a different friend drove me home safe. So I didn't worry too much. Okay, thank God. However, when I wake up, I notice something strange. You probably would know the John Mulaney bit where he went to a party and stole, and some other kids stole the old family photographs from the guy's house the party was held at. When I woke up, I was clutching a photo album of an almost certainly century old photograph from my friend's house. I, of course, begin to panic. In my drunk haze and heartbroken state, I thought to steal my friend's family photos because for some reason I thought it would be fucking hilarious, and honestly it is. I ran to his house as soon as I realized, very hungover, mind you, and returned the photos. He hadn't even noticed by then and thought it was hilarious. I was so shaken to begin with, but think it's pretty funny now. That's quite sweet, actually. I love the idea. This is a very adorable, like Jekyll and Hyde scenario where like drunk you is just a vandal, but you're but you're very apologetic and sweet about it the next day. I really yeah. like that. It's also <laughs> classic like drunk behavior of like, oh, I'm gonna reenact this great John Mulaney bit about old family yeah. photos being the one yeah. thing you can't replace. And I'm gonna like take it home. And then you wake up in the morning being like, oh my God, I thought this was so funny, but it was actually really stupid. I'm gonna go make amends and it just honestly makes yeah. me miss the before yeah yeah I'm, I'm like wow that's also it sounds like a comedian something something a comedian would do you know? <laughs> totally. mm. like know the know the bit so well and it's like, a comedy fan for, for yeah. sure yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah or is it john mulaney himself oh that's, that was nice see i didn't want to say it but i figured that was classic john just writing in here yeah john mulaney just writing into our podcast wouldn't it <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing if it turns out that all of like the the hijinks that happened around him and his stories were actually him doing everything, but he's trying to like diffuse the blame? See, that thing is the thing about that is I'm like that I, that could very well I could totally see that. You know what I mean? Like that's a plausible theory. I think yeah. yeah. definitely I've definitely done that. It's I've not impossible. Started, like my friend, and we'll like, talk about something stupid I did. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so at the end of our podcast, we like to do a thing called like self-perception corner where we ask you how you think you are perceived by others. And then we tell you how we actually perceive you. So Christopher Thomas, a uh, comedian and Twitter extraordinaire, how do you believe you are perceived by others? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for listeners, uh, he is putting on his ear, air, is it earpods or AirPods? I think AirPods. It's AirPods. What do you mean AirPods? AirPods? You I don't know. Boomer. You're younger so than me. What do you? Oh, and the earphones and the face space. <laughs> well, I put the AirPods on, and uh, <laughs> pieces of shit have been routinely dying through the conversation, guys. So that is what you missed there. But okay, how I feel I'm perceived by others. This is actually a loaded question because, especially, I mean, I guess I'm like newly into like medical transition, but I'm like, in terms of that stuff, I'm like, oh, how am I perceived by others? Mm. This is fascinating mm. to think about now. I think I'm perceived by others as a, as a sort of, as, as a goof, as a goof, as a goofy guy. Um, I hope that I am a, a kind, 
nice. I think most people would hopefully say I'm nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the only two adjectives I can I can address with literally any certainty. Other than that, I'm like, I have no fucking goddamn idea. <laughs> Goofy and nice. Those two I think I can count on. And tall. Tall. you are perceived yeah as tall. you are definitely <laughs> accurate. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm tall yeah that's all i got i would say this is probably the most accurate uh someone has ever this said this is definitely the most accurate self-perception corner <laughs> maybe it's also because it's like the vegas it's like yeah i'm cute and nice and we're like yeah that attracts <laughs> I, I, yeah yeah i, I think I, I think i'm also like i think it's a trans thing i'm like i'm not gonna make too many harsh and i i don't know how this perceived me i'm not gonna t- tackle that i'll be vague well that's fantastic that is so that is honestly so fantastic because it's like i do feel that like when people over perceive themselves is where anxiety comes from that's why we do this freaking segment because luke when lucas and i both did it for the first time we just talked about like we i think both have just this elaborate rabbit hole of like how everyone in the world must perceive us and it is so detailed and specific to a t and then everyone we've had on has been like no it's not like that at all like maybe i feel this other way about you but it's definitely not the way you feel about you (laughs) no i like i had that kind of initial with with this question i was like there are one of two options i either say what i know to be like i know that most people don't have the psychotic ramblings about self ramblings that i do so i was like i know that these things are the basic your AirPods oh, die no. again. I perceive you as someone whose AirPods like to die. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> people perceive me as probably far in, in a far simpler way than I could ever concoct with the help of my insecurities. And so I tried to kind of keep that a separate. That's a very mature Ooh. thing to perceive. Yeah. That's very like. I think that I think that most people don't have the emotional maturity to to be like maybe people don't care about me as much as I care about me. Mm. No one does, and I tr- I also truly think like hey guys, if you want to become less, if you want but from like oh Christopher, yeah, you're cutting out again. That's the one. If you want to become sort of less picky, <laughs> wait, go, okay. okay, say it again, say it again. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to become less picky, wait, go on. I want to become less picky about about what you think others think about you. Mm-hmm. I can't <laughs> fill in the blanks. Ever is is kind of made up. I'm sorry, Christopher. Ever. You you're you're cutting out a lot. You're really cutting out a lot. <laughs> Okay, just just keep your headphones off and just finish and it off without headphones. Because this is like wisdom. This is wisdom okay. that I need to know. No, okay, no headphones, just speak. Don't worry about the Just audio. vibes, just vibes. No okay. headphones, just vibes. This, this is, listeners, I would apologize. I would say that I'm not normally like this, but the, but the, but the frequent choppiness of the audio probably is indicative of, of the general chaos that I find myself in a lot. But that being said, kids, if you wanna, if you really wanna help, your own self-image, as I said, choose to become a transgender because <laughs> you realize undergoing any kind of shift in your literal identity is that everything is made up and everything we perceive about everybody is always made up. And no one gives a fuck about you in the same way that you, you do about yourself. No one is thinking about it, no one cares. So if you are like me and like many others and you find yourself hyper-analyzing every single flaw 
and trying to mind read what you feel others feel about you, you're wrong. You're gonna always be wrong. And it's gonna be a taxing strain on your mental health. Pick a couple solid qualities you like about yourself-ish, smack them, smack them on the table and, and, and fuck the rest is sort of what I've learned to do because otherwise it's like a shame spiral of like, oh my God, <laughs> kind and goofy. I don't know. That is so genius, honest to God. And I think, I wonder if, you know, for anyone who is listening in our podcast who like is maybe thinking about transitioning, I wonder if people think like, I wonder if people's fear is honestly that everyone's going to like have a, a horrible reaction to it because what we see on like Lifetime movies. But the truth is, is that people will probably have a neutral reaction because no one's really thinking about you at all. Mm. That was what kept me like in the closet and positive. It was perception and others. And I was like, wow, no one gives a fuck really. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if anything, people who know me were thrilled because I'm surrounded by like, you know, Brooklyn, like Brooklyn young people in Brooklyn. So sure. it was gonna be like, oh my God, you know, but, and you know, people in the general diaspora of humanity don't always have positive reactions, unfortunately, but like people don't care as much as you think they're going to. And I feel like I, you know, I guess I came out at 22 and that's not late, but it's not like, you know, I wasn't one of those kids who was, who felt so confident in exactly who they were. And mm-hmm. I think I felt a lot of feelings that I didn't know how to interpret always because I was trying to gauge who I was through, through how people were reading me mm-hmm. and trying to filter all of these like kind of self-reflections through like alien perspectives. And it just bit me in the fucking ass, let me tell you. So if you're thinking about it, if you're questioning in any way, your gender identity, like don't think about any other person like at all. And don't think about even generally, what is a man? What is a woman? Like, think about yourself. Think about you. Like, this Mm -hmm. is about you. Yeah. That got a little uh, deep there at the end. God, that is so wise. I just, I wanted it to go there because it's so genius. And for the record, I'll go first because I probably know you less well than Lucas does. But um, self-perception warning. I've said it before. It's like everyone thinks it's like someone's going to say a bad thing about themselves and then Lucas and I are going to like shower them with compliments. But I think Lucas and I are generally pretty honest. And I'll be honest, when I first met you, I really did not know how to read you because I was like, is this person insecure? Do they not like want to talk to me? Um, Are they angry? Um, And now that I talk to you, like personally, I'm like, this is an extremely mature person. And I think it goes to show that you've made a lot of huge changes in your life. You've just like gone through the fucking ringer and back and it definitely shows. Thank you. This, you know, everyone says many people aside from my closest friends say the same thing about meeting me pre mm-hmm. they were like they're like you were very closed off in a certain way that I couldn't interpret even though I think I had yeah so thank, thank you thank you yeah yeah you definitely it's sort of like a sort of you had a mysterious almost like a film noir vibe about you <laughs> yeah Gabby Gabby knows what I mean you just like you just sort of like you got this sort of like this look of where your eyes are sort of just like half closed and you're just like so you just it was very cool it was very cool but it was very it was very shadowy it was very it was was very it was absolutely dysphoria yeah it was pretty clear you probably just didn't know who you were or maybe you did Mm -hmm. but you didn't know how to project it yeah Yeah. but i 
Yeah, but I was, but I was also going to say that it was, I still very easily found it easy to connect with you. And when we started talking, I was like, oh no, we, we speak, it was like, a, it was an easiness to talk about poop. It was just, it was very, it was very, yeah. it was very easy flowing. And then I, I remember when, uh, after an open mic, I bought you dinner and yeah. I was just, yeah. And it was, it was very sweet. And you were like, no, please let me pay. I was like, no, 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 no. You're still in college. You're still a student. Let me, mm. let me buy for you because you are, you are poor. You have no money right now. You are a poor <laughs> student. You have nothing. True. Sugar um, daddy, Lucas. Yeah. Sure. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, no, but I, I so enjoyed just like getting to chat with you and like learn a little bit about your life story. And you told me about uh, your family and stuff. It won't go, but it was just, it was very, it was very, it was very close. It was a, what's a at closening just making I just I just felt very it was very it was just a beautiful thing and endearing it was endearing endearing yeah that's a good word um yeah but yeah I just I immediately found I was like oh yeah this is a kindred spirit that's all it's and then then everything else you said I was just like oh yeah yeah you have a great perception of yourself it was great yeah I think totally I I remember that because it's it's funny what makes me think about I I think I was I was in there you know what I mean? Like once I could talk to someone one-on-one and really kind of forget about the whole, like who the fuck, what the fuck is going on? Like the actual stuff inside of me feels the same. And I feel like that, I, yeah. I, I could connect with you yeah. totally. And that still feels like it was there, you know? And now I think the difference is, I don't think I have that sort of like mysterious, I don't, I don't think I have that sort of like difficulty in I don't think people find me hard as hard to read anymore. You don't. You seem like no. a huge jerk, uh, like dork now in the best yeah. possible way. Right. Yeah. And like I am a huge like raging dork. Yeah. So that's, that's all I could want. So yep. That's uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, and that's so nice. That is a perfect place to wrap it up. That yeah. was a beautiful little end. Oh, please uh, plug and promote anything you have, any projects, any social, anything at all. Yeah. Okay. Um. Ooh. So I am gonna be on a show called Breakout Room with uh, Chopped Oliva, if some of you follow her on Twitter. That is on January 3rd. That's the biggest thing I have coming out. And you nice. can follow me on Twitter at it's Christopher. And you can follow me on Instagram at like, I think it's hi K Thomas or something weird. And mm-hmm. uh, you can just, uh, that's that's it, that's my plan. And you can just follow him. You can just follow and him you around. Just, <laughs> you can just yeah. follow him around. If you end up in Portland, Maine, you can just follow him through the whole, the foliage. My, my yeah. address is, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. SSN. Yeah. yeah, my SSN. My, SSN. my mother's maiden name. This is my first pet. And my blood type. <laughs> Christopher's blood type. social security number is, and that's where we wrap <laughs> the recording. Yeah.